We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. Welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Kayla. And uh, hey, uh, last week you got a best of from us. Yes, pardon the interruption. But it's been a busy week. Been a busy week, and so there you go. Speaking of pardon the interruption, mm-hmm. we're in fundraising season for all five of our. So our entire life is interrupted, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so what's that look like, Miss Kayla? So what that is for those of you who are new to our podcast, our ministry is a nonprofit, and we are required to approach our listeners to help fund our ministry. And it's five stations, five Christian stations, and 80% of our income is from listeners. Yep. And so every six months, we have to ask our listeners to come alongside us and support their local station. That looks like days that start at 4 a.m., and typically end around Six. 7, 6.30, 7, yeah. somewhere in there, depending on the station. And then we go home, eat a bite, take a bath, yeah. and go to bed. I've been doing this now for over 30 years. Yeah. Can I just say, it's not as easy today as it 4 was 4 a.m. hits different, doesn't yes, it? it? Yes, it does. So, I mean, I am. But I will say this. I am so proud of our team. We have a lot of new team members. This is their first experience with fundraising. And they're doing great. And they have shown so much grit and determination. And in an economy that is just saying, I don't think so. We have had... The economy's saying what? It's saying, I don't think so. They're saying, nay, nay. But our people have come yes. alongside our stations and i am just blown away at the generosity yes. of our listeners so yes. that is why last week was a little wild we did not get to record so forgive us for that but no. speaking of wonderful and then not so wonderful my saints my saints were two and oh and? and Derek carr got injured your quarterback. The quarterback. He got injured and they lost now two and by one. one point. Yeah, the Green Bay. They were leading. 17-0 in the, fir- in the fourth quarter. And they lost 18 Green to Bay 17. came up and put 18 unanswered points on you boys. After our quarterback got hurt, yeah. So. I'm just saying, it's 18 unanswered so points. So, B, who are you rooting for this season since there's not a Manning playing football? Uh, I'm a uh, Saints fan. Oh, mm, okay, sure. What was that for? You just bounce around. I <laughs> <laughs> bounce around. I'm a Saints fan. Uh, you are. I am. Mm-hmm. Except when it was the Colts versus the Saints. Well, and I- and who won that? May I ask who who won that Super Bowl? Just <sighs> just for the record, Saints did. Uh huh. I was still so. happy. Still happy. Okay. So. But I'm a fan of the Manning cast. You are, yeah, too. and that's, that's okay. That's and fan. I'll let you be a Saints fan this year. So, uh, looking, uh, Miss Kayla and I, we have show notes for this, mm-hmm. and the very next point in all caps update. We do. We have an important update. Would you like to share what arrived? <laughs> what did I order for you that arrived on Wednesday? It's a paper planner. <gasps> 
<laughs> Drama much? A little bit. After all that declaration that you were a digital planner person, what have you become? It's going to paper planner. You love it, don't you? Uh, you ordered me one from a lady named... Dear Simplified, Emily Lay, thank you, because you won him over to the world of paper planners. Yes. Oh, it's not all flowery It's and not. Pretty. It's one... I believe this is one that her husband spoke into, and it's specifically designed more for... Guys? Guys to use, and so, yeah. Hmm. You're very happy with it, though. Well, you know. So, yeah. There's that. When did I become old? Oh. Well. Like, okay. I find the temperature of 50 now to be chilly. Really? Five years ago, I'd be like, this is awesome. Now, I I'm find wearing... the temperature of 50 to be wonderful. Well. <laughs> Well, that's because you got these warm fronts coming through every now and then. You got your personal El Nino. You do need a sweater. Yeah. You do tend to ask me, where's my little fleece jacket every and once in a while? So I don't. when did this happen? And then when I get up, I sound like a box of Rice Krispies oh, and gosh. snap, crapple, and pop. When did this happen? Yeah, I bent down in the office to pick something up the other day, and my knees cracked. Really? You don't want to know and, what happens when I bend over. And someone, oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, <laughs> someone asked if I was okay because my knees cracked so loud. Behave. Oh, okay. So All that right. is what is up in the world of peas and carrots. I thought this was a compelling title for this segment. Don't neglect the life you have for the life you wished for. Mm. And Ooh. what we're going to do in this segment is compare what we always dreamed of to compare to what we have. Yeah. Now, there's going to be some joy in this segment. Absolutely. There's going to be some sadness in this segment. Mm. So understand that. Okay. Okay. I'm going to start. I always wanted a PhD. I always wanted to be Dr. Sanders. Mm. I don't know why, but I never finished my master's and life's busy, especially leading a ministry and that kind of stuff. But God gave me a passion for reading mm -hmm. and I read history and theology and, and yet leadership. So I'm happy with where I am. Do I regret not having a degree? Some days. Still? Every now and then, but not, not often. Not as much. But I'm thankful for where I am mm. because I think that life that I wished for actually spurred me for a love of knowledge mm. to get there. Yeah. So, I mean, mm. books are my best friends. I mean, I love books more than people. Yeah. So, I mean, I saw a great quote by uh, a friend of ours, Karen Swallow Pryor. She said, uh, don't, don't forget to... Uh, Stop and uh, and uh, smell the books. Hmm. That's great. So I'm not going to neglect that life. Yeah, that's a good one. And God has given you the privilege of writing two books. So you didn't have to have a degree to do that. Well, there's that. Thank you, Miss Kayla. So when we married, I had it all figured out. I was going to have two kids by 30. And at some point in that process, probably by about the time I think I was 24, we had firmly come to realize that we would not have children, not of our own. 
And so I look back now, and the thing that I was just determined that I would have did not happen. But God has given me so many opportunities to nurture and care for others, and it did not require being a mom. Mm. It did not require birthing a child. But a lifelong journey through infertility, even though what I wished for did not happen, I have been able to pour into others. And when you reflect on that and see the gift that God has given you, it kind of softens the gift that he didn't. This kind of, uh, this kind of comes in waves for me. Um, Every now and then this will bother me. Mm -hmm. Rarely does it bother me anymore. Yeah. But, I'm about to get emotional. I don't want to cry today. Uh, I don't have time for that. Uh, Sunday morning in church, they were calling the the uh, kids up front to go up front for like little children's church. And I looked to my left, and there's this little blonde-headed boy <laughs> yeah, he <was> walking by. <laughs> and I instantly thought what it would have been like for us to have one of them. Yeah. But I look at what God has done with our lives, all the students that we have mentored. All the places we've been able to go, all the things we've been able yeah. to do. Yeah. I mean, and so. And I'm not saying that all of that would not have been possible. Correct. But it would have looked different. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think I'll agree with you. I am I'm content with where God has brought us. Mm. So uh, next would be, for me, would be stuttering. Last night, I was uh, we had home group. Yeah, and can, wait a minute, y'all. I just want to tell you something. We're on a podcast. Y'all can't see us. And Miss Kayla just told me to wipe my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, ain't nobody can see. Me. But it's you got something on the side of your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> well, now they know. Here we are. Here we are. There are no secrets. <laughs> All right. So uh, we were at home group last night, and I and I'm teaching the book of Revelation there. I taught it in the summertime at church. Now I'm teaching it at home group. And I kept getting stuck on L words. I couldn't say the word. You were also very tired because you had been going since 4 a.m. I was very tired. And we have found your stuttering is worse when you are tired or nervous. Yes. Or there's a lot on your mind. Or angry or something like that. Well, yeah. So, and I kept getting stuck on the words. Yeah. And I kept trying to say the word Laodicea and the word Lord, and I couldn't do it. And language. I felt really bad for you. And uh, language, and I was trying to say uh, apocalyptic, Mm. and I had all kind of trouble. So uh, I started avoiding certain words. Um, That's something that will bother me, but I think God has used it. As an example that God can use anyone. Mm. Because if God can use me on the radio who has a stuttering issue. And he does. And he uses me on a podcast and I have a stuttering issue. And you teach. And I teach. Mm -hmm. He can use you to do anything. Mm. So don't, I'm kind of a, 
Remember whenever God called Moses and Moses says, I can't talk right. And God said, how dare you? I'm the one that made you. That's right. And so I guess I'm getting comfortable with that. Yeah. So I'm trying to get there. I'm close. And I believe God gives all of us something to kind of keep our ego in check and remind us of whose we are. Okay. I believe there's something about every single one of us as humans. You may not know what it is about someone else, but there is something I believe that everyone struggles with, and that's their reminder that they aren't all that. That's very true. So I used to envy those who traveled for work. I love this story. And when I was was in my 20s, and my very early thirties, I just used to see your daddy go places. Yes, to see your daddy and go. I, I would look at him, and then I became a young adult, and I thought I will have arrived when I travel for work. If I ever get to hop on a plane or go on a business trip, I will be an adult. And then it's not as glamorous as it seems. <laughs> After many business trips that I have enjoyed. Room service. You know, room service only takes you so far. Being sick away from home, dealing with delays, lost luggage. It's, yeah, forgetting something that you needed. Yeah, it's it's a privilege, but I've seen the other side. So again, this thing that I just longed for. It's very different once you actually mm. grasp it. Mm. Uh, for me, friendship. I've talked about this a few times on this podcast, and it'll be a recurring theme because I think men struggle with friendship. It's always been distant for me. Mm. What I'm coming to realize is in my brokenness, I might view friendship in an unhealthy manner. And we'll talk about that at a later podcast. But I've often felt like I was alone, but I've come to realize that's not true. Mm-hmm. I have a best friend. Mm-hmm. I have friends. You do. And it's going to be a big admission. Not everybody has to like me, and I don't have to make everybody like me. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge step forward for me. Why am I so emotional? I'm probably tired. But I just want to cry at every single one of these. I don't know what's... Man, and here read, I am laughing. Sorry. I could read the yellow pages and cry today. But that's a big admission for me because I've always longed for this, this life of people that I'm doing life with and friends. And I do have friends. You do. You have some great friends. Yeah. Yeah. So... Moment of truth, we would both admit to this. We do not see each other's notes. When we sit down to do the podcast, that's when the notes come together. Correct. So this is my final, and you had no idea, and I had no idea that you okay. were going to talk about friends. Oh. This is a really raw, honest moment for me. I'll try not to I've always you. envied the people who post about having a tribe of women. It's always something that... I just wanted this group of women that we would go out to dinner or we would do this or we would do that, that they would drop everything. And and then I got that. And it may not look exactly like what I longed for, but I have that community with people in my church. I have that community with people who may not all live in the same place, 
but there have been times when we have all come together and I see how God has gifted that. It just doesn't look quite like what I expected it to. Mm. And the truth is, that's not necessarily how it looks for any of those tribes. Mm. The takeaway for me, it's work. In order to have those things, in order to have that sense of community, you and I have both, we've committed to the work. You have to be willing to pour in Mm. and kind of invest in it. And so we have found that, and it's been really cool. But it doesn't look like what I envisioned in my mind. Mm. So, Hearing you say that is something I preach to our team is you have to be a part of the culture. You can't allow the culture, culture to, happen happen to, you. to you. Yeah, You have to go be part of these people's lives and be a friend yeah. and not hope that friendship just happens to you. So I guess our question for you would be this. As we end this segment, what is it in your life that you've wished for? Ice cream, chocolate. So a few weeks ago, I posed a question. What would my life look like, our life look like, if we committed to real change for the next 150 days? There are 93 days left, not that I'm counting or anything. As I come back to this, what has this looked like for us? So basically, we're 60 days in, and where are we in this process what would you say is one of the things that you have committed to to change in the next 150 days? Um, well, I'm doing stuff at the gym I never thought I could do or would do. <laughs> You're amazing. No, I'm not. They've put me on this roller machine and an exercise bike, and I'm lifting this 10-pound weight up over my head. Uh, the roller machine is probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Oh, I'm so proud of you. It is hard. I mean, and I have arthritis, okay? And the older I'm getting, the more it's bothering me, and it's really bugging me. And uh, But that rower, y'all, I'm a pretty large man, and the seat on this thing is real small. (laughs) (laughs) And, (laughs) And I keep waiting to fall off, and... I'm six foot one. I'm a tall fella. And it's like Jesse, who's my trainer, he's like, here, put your feet in this. My feet don't fit. They do too. They don't. It I'm too does. tall. <laughs> so you're doing great. So I would say this I'm seeing myself do stuff I never thought I would do. Yeah. Killing so, it. Well, it's killing me. I'll say that. <laughs> I got serious. You can attest to this. I got like devoted to giving up sugar. 90% of my daily sugar intake is gone. I wasn't very pleasant for the first couple of weeks. I didn't say anything. About I that. will. I'll own it. I was okay. a little cranky. Um, but I find that I am less anxious. Mm. I lost weight, which mm. was a pleasant surprise. And I do not have inflammation hmm. anymore. So for those of you that need need the boost to give up some of the things that you crave, those were the pleasant side effects hmm. of doing that. And so now 
I hardly ever crave this stuff. Mm. And when I did try to cheat and eat a donut the other day, I had a terrible headache for the rest of the day. So I learned my lesson. See, I'd eat a donut and take a headville. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking oh, of that, uh, I'm as well eating healthier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing veggies and cheeses and like little snack meats, like salami, pepperoni, that kind of stuff. Um, Low I don't, sugar fruit. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I can't do cookies. I can't do. Well, there's one cookie I can have, which is an Oreo. It's, it but is we a, just try not to keep I, we that. try not to yeah. keep it in the house uh so we don't do that uh i don't there's a certain type of ice cream i can have but i don't do that i just want to cut that stuff out if i do anything sweet now it's usually grapes mm-hmm. or we buy these cut up apples because mm-hmm. y'all i'm just too lazy i'm not gonna stand up there and take five minutes to cut up an apple <laughs> Okay, I'm I'll just, just eat a whole apple, but here we well, are. Well, I'm afraid it hurt my teeth. Oh, okay. Well, there's that. So yeah, I'm eating healthier, mm-hmm. and I get. Am I enjoying it? You well, are. I'm not suffering. You but are. I'm, I'm good. It's getting easier. So, so at this point, I should have read eight books. I said that I was going to read four books a month. I've read five, okay. which is a big deal for me. So a little more work to do here, but I'm developing the habit of reading instead of endlessly scrolling on my phone or mindlessly watching TV. And it's been kind of cool. Okay. I'll talk about one of those books in just a minute. Okay. All right. Uh, Me, to be kinder. Um, Oh, goodness. What's wrong? I think you do fine with this. I don't, but I'm trying. This can be hard for me. Because I am responsible for making decisions that to others can seem unkind. But that doesn't make you an unkind person. But I can have a problem with my tone. As can we all. Okay. And I'm trying to work on saying please and thank you more. Mm. So, oh, you're not going to disagree with those, are you? With the please one, I'd think I'm terrible at. I think I'm pretty good at thank you, but, mm-hmm. I, but I don't say please very often. You go into leader mode, and you just, like, make the declaration, and then I'm like, please. So, so yeah, that, that's me. So this one has been a game changer for me. I took a real hard look. I would actually say I did an autopsy of our life. The meals I was cooking, the daily decisions I had to make, the routines that we had. And what I have found is I have simplified some things. And I am going to strongly recommend a book. It's called The Lazy Genius Way. Lazy Genius? The Lazy Genius Way. And I'm sorry. Please forgive me, Kendra. I think her last name is Adaki, but don't quote me on how to say that. The Lazy Um, Genius Way. The Lazy Genius Way. So the whole concept of this book is you're either so overwhelmed that you give up, so you're couched as lazy, or you're such a perfectionist about everything that you kind of go too far the other way, the genius side of it. The mashup of this, the lazy genius way, is figuring out. So I'm going to give a couple of examples real quick. I created a meal plan for us 
that every Monday is Meatless Monday. Every Tuesday is going to be something, we call it Taco Tuesday, but basically it's going to be Mexican food that night. Mm. We're going to have like, on Wednesdays, we have pasta night or whatever, something that fits with a running theme for us, and we stick with that every single week so that it's one less thought I have to have. It's one less decision I have to make. Another example is what am I going to wear? A lot of us spend so much time, especially women, and so I have simplified decisions over, well, you're a guy, I get it, but... I have certain things that, okay, I know this is pretty much the style that I'm going to wear on Monday. This is this is Tuesday. This is Wednesday. And so I've taken some of the guesswork out of certain things. I'm always going to do laundry on Saturday morning, first thing. Mm-hmm. I get up early on Saturday, and I knock out the laundry. Oh, wow. So these are things that she teaches you in the book she even talks about certain ways to clean your house certain ways to design a routine that works for your family how to decorate your home all kind of things so some of it i have adopted some of it i have said nope that doesn't work for me i like my own way of doing that i seriously do recommend the lazy genius way and that is something that in the last 60 days I have kind of transitioned our house to. So there we go. Hand me my phone. I want to get on Amazon and see if there's a lazy workout. Way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to crawl on that rower. That is, I mean, that is some good wisdom that it does help you plan and you get in a pattern and a rhythm and it kind of makes life a little bit easier. So, so yeah, this is, these good. are things that we have committed to yes. and we'll keep you posted on how we're doing well you know there you go hey uh, we've been getting a lot of winners to our podcast and you've been receiving uh coffee mugs and also stickers Stickers. and we've been hearing back from you and we're glad that you're enjoying them so here's where we are the first two people to go to our website Mm -hmm. this week answer the following question correctly and you can win a peas and carrots coffee mug and a pack of stickers. What's that question? Our question this week, what is one change you would like to make oh. in your life by December 31st? All right. To win that coffee mug and that pack of stickers, you go to our website, uh, which is? Thepeasandcarrotspodcast.com. When you get there, look for the trivia button. Click that. And when you get there, you answer. What is one change you would like to make by December 31st? So search Peas and Carrots Podcast wherever you get your podcasts, or again, visit our website, peasandcarrotspodcast.com. When you do, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Hey, you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for the Peas and Carrots Podcast. For more about the Peas and Carrots Podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com. Laughter with good friends. No matter how bumpy the road gets, that's what's waiting for you with every episode of another great podcast, Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises, with Melody and Candy. Subscribe today, wherever you listen.